Do you feel like you have a good sense of who you are? Do you feel like you have a solid understanding of what you stand for, of what you believe? Do you feel like you are strongly rooted in your own personal value system? Do you feel like you have a strong sense of yourself? Do you feel like you have a good understanding, a good sense of where you are in relation to others? And when you think about your sense of self, how does your sense of self change depending on how your circumstances change? How does your sense of self change depending on the different situations, the different scenarios, and the different circumstances you find yourself in? How does your sense of self change when you're in social situations opposed to when you're just chilling by yourself? How does your sense of self change when you're challenged, when you find yourself in active disagreements in disputes with others? How does your sense of self change when you're with your people, the people that you feel really safe and supported by, opposed to say when you encounter a group that you're new to, or you find yourself in a group of people that is well-established and in which you're the outsider, you're the new person? How does your sense of self change depending on the circumstances and the situations that you find yourself in? These are some really hard questions to ask yourself. And if some of these questions seemed really broad, or if they seemed really challenging to look at objectively, if some of these questions seemed a little uncomfortable to consider, I wanna assure you that that's okay. I wanna assure you that there are no right or wrong answers here, and that this is just a maybe little uncomfortable exercise in self-exploration and self-awareness of our most inner intrinsic boundaries. And as we begin to ask ourselves these hard questions, Sometimes questions just like this, they help us to shed a light of awareness, a light of understanding upon how some of our intrinsic boundaries may be contributing to some of the beliefs that we hold about our sense of self. And we can come to understand a lot about our sense of self, our sense of self-worth, and our place in this world by looking at some of these conscious and subconscious intrinsic boundaries. The beliefs that we hold about our boundaries presenting in our self-talk and in our internal dialogues, playing out in our interactions with others. Well, we see these beliefs presenting in the social roles that we assume with others and playing vital roles in our own stories and narratives that we tell ourselves about ourselves. It is also through the very use, through the very utilization of these innermost boundaries that we can create the very changes that we want in our lives, the very changes that we desire in our lives. And all of these changes, they all begin from within, and they all begin with small acts of awareness that are met with understanding and that are then followed with intentional action. And the more that you act to really cultivate the strong use of effective internal boundaries, the more improvement you'll notice in your external boundaries with others. So in this episode of Illuminating the Shadow, we are going to be exploring some of these questions and some of these themes a bit further as we act to shine a gentle light of awareness into some of these shadowy aspects of our experience by reframing and reexamining some of our beliefs and tendencies that we have about honoring ourselves, about recognizing our own needs and honoring ourselves through our own body autonomy, through our own personal needs and values, and through the use of these internal boundaries that we uphold and maintain with ourselves. As we work to honor our intrinsic boundaries, while well, we then have the capacity to break old patterns, old patterns of self-neglect, our old tendencies toward self-abandonment, and we can then transition out of our old 
victim-based internal narratives as we step deep into our own personal power, where we can then rewrite some of these narratives as we see that they're no longer serving us. Hey there, friends. Welcome back, and thank you for joining me on today's episode of Illuminating the Shadow podcast with Brett Hampton. I'm Brett Hampton, and I will be your host and guide for our journey today. I am so very grateful that you are joining me on whatever platform you find yourself. And as always, I welcome any feedback, so please feel free to leave me a review on Apple, Audible, Spotify, or wherever else you may find yourself listening today. And if you don't want to miss out on any future content from Illuminating the Shadow, well then, I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button if you feel called to do so. If you'd like to continue to dive in deeper into this journey of shadow work through self-awareness, personal growth, and self-reflection, more in-depth and at your own pace, well then, I invite you to check out my Patreon campaign, which is live now. So on there, I have offerings that are exclusive to my Patreon subscribers, and I'll be offering live meditations, exclusive bonus episodes, materials, exercises, and resources, Reiki offerings, toolkits, and other supplemental materials that I have specifically designed to support you in your shadow work journey by giving you the tools and resources to really explore and to implement some of this material that I speak about here on Illuminating the Shadow podcast. So if that's something that interests you, I invite you to check out my Patreon and to perhaps consider joining me on there. That's patreon.com backslash illuminating the shadow, all one word, and I will also leave the link in my show notes. Our innermost boundaries at a most basic level, they reflect our values, they reflect what we choose to prioritize, and they reflect what we hold true. When we honor our internal boundaries, our intrinsic boundaries, we have the capacity to break our old patterns, patterns of self-neglect, patterns of self-abandonment, And we can then transition out of these victim-based narratives and step into our personal power as we begin to rewrite some of these narratives, as we begin to see that they're no longer serving us. So I want to really encourage you to offer yourself some gentleness, offer yourself some grace as you reflect upon your experiences with boundaries today. This kind of self-reflection, this kind of radical honesty, it's challenging, but it's also worthy and worthwhile work. And so we're going to explore some of these themes a bit deeper today because these boundaries, these intrinsic boundaries, they literally hold the keys to your liberation. Your boundaries, they keep you safe and they keep you strong in your convictions. Your boundaries allow you to freely and to confidently speak your truth and they help you to prioritize your own needs and to meet your own needs while upholding your personal values. Boundaries allow you to prioritize yourself and your needs first. And when we set personal boundaries with ourselves, it's an opportunity for us to recognize and to honor our own needs, our own values, and our own priorities. Recognizing when a boundary is needed, that's your responsibility. And it's your responsibility and it's your obligation to prioritize your own well-being and to take care of yourself. And we can work to honor ourselves and to take care of ourselves through the use of these intrinsic boundaries. We then have the capacity to break these old patterns, to break these old tendencies, and we can transition away from the parts of us that don't serve us any longer as we act to reclaim our sense of self. We can step confidently into our own personal power and we can rewrite some of these narratives as we begin to see that they're no longer serving us. 
So in this episode of Illuminating the Shadow, we will be building upon much of the basis that we've laid down in the last several episodes of Illuminating the Shadow. In particular, the last content episode, episode 17, which was shining a gentle light of awareness on the boundaries we maintain with ourselves. So in that episode, we discussed our personal boundaries, the intrinsic boundaries that we uphold and maintain with ourselves. And we defined intrinsic boundaries as our internal boundaries that reflect our values. They reflect what we choose to prioritize and they reflect what we hold true. We also spoke quite a bit about the need for strong personal boundaries with yourself. And we spoke about recognizing when that need presents and some of those indicators that present when you may need to re-examine and re-explore some of those boundaries, some of those existing boundaries. And we spoke quite a bit about how some of these more internally driven boundaries, how they present in your life through the use of examples and scenarios. So if you'd like to reference that episode, I encourage you to do so. Again, that was episode 17, Shining a Light of Gentle Awareness on the Boundaries that We Maintain with Ourselves. Um, And if you don't want to reference that episode, that's fine too. I'm going to be providing you with enough context on here so that you can just jump in wherever you find yourself, right? And so we're going to be building upon much of this context, much of this basis that we explored um, in today's episode. We're going to be talking about how you can begin to implement some strong and sustainable personal boundaries with yourself, even if this work in boundaries is completely new to you. By exploring and seeking out to better understand some of our own intrinsic motivations and our own narratives by re-examining some of the beliefs that we hold and the stories that we tell ourselves, well then we can come to better understand the reasons why we have these tendencies towards self-abandonment, why we have these inclinations to neglect or to compromise our own personal boundaries and why we've done that in the past. And as we begin to draw this awareness to some of these more challenging, more shadowy aspects of our own experience, well we can offer these wounds the healing that they require. And through this work in intrinsic boundaries, we can take our personal power back. We can act to reclaim and to redefine our sense of selves. And we can begin to really rewrite some of these shame-based narratives that we tell ourselves. We can create the changes that we want to see or that we need to see in our lives, right? As we act to shine a light of gentle awareness upon some of the more unseen corners of our own human experience, well then we can draw our awareness to what needs healing, to what needs our attention, and what needs careful evaluation. And as we explore these topics and scenarios today, I want to really encourage you to be gentle with yourself because this work in boundaries, it's really hard. It's really hard, especially at first. But I can assure you that it does get easier over time and with practice. And this kind of work, it's really important because through this awareness, through this act of reflection of ourselves, of our personal needs, as reflected through our boundaries, well, this work, it allows us to develop our own discernment. It allows us to develop trust in our own intuition and trust in ourselves and in our own processes. And as we learn to value and to trust in our own internal validation, rather than seeking out the validation from others, as we learn to work to honor ourselves and our needs through the boundaries that we assert with ourselves, well, then we can take our power back and we can break some of these patterns, some of these cyclics, and some of these beliefs as we see that they are no longer serving us. By reflecting upon and reframing some of our pre-existing beliefs, 
patterns and tendencies around our own internally driven boundaries and around our own beliefs around personal responsibility pertaining to those boundaries. Well, we can come to better understand our own values. We can come to better understand our needs and what motivates us to meet those needs. We can come to better understand ourselves and what motivates us to act in the ways in which we do. And when we honor our own internal boundaries, our own intrinsic boundaries, well, then we have the capacity to break any habits, tendencies, or behaviors that we see are no longer serving us. And from there, we can step firmly into our personal power and we can begin to rewrite some of these narratives and some of these beliefs that we hold. So in this episode, I hope to really facilitate a safe space for you all here to really explore and re-examine how some of your beliefs on your own internally driven boundaries, the boundaries that we maintain with ourselves, right? As we shine a light of gentle awareness upon some of these beliefs and some of these intrinsic boundaries and how these tendencies and beliefs that we hold, how they exhibit through our lives. We're going to be speaking about how our beliefs are reflected back to us through these intrinsic boundaries, and they're echoed back to us through our self-talk, through our internal dialogues. And ultimately, these internal boundaries, they help us to define and develop our own sense of ourself. So it's my hope that this episode, that it resonates with you, that there is something that you can take away from this material, or even something that challenges you to reflect upon your own journey where you are now, the circumstances and events leading you here, and where you want to go from here. It's my intention that this episode, that it serves you in some way, and that there is something constructive and healing that I can offer you of my own experience and of my own work and boundaries. So with that being said, let's get into it. For our journey today, all you will need is a curious mind, an open heart, and a willingness to really offer yourself some gentle self-awareness and some honest reflection. I should warn you that this shadow work, it's challenging hard work, okay? And this work in self-awareness and personal accountabilities and in boundaries, it's really hard work, especially if these concepts are completely new to you, or especially if they challenge some of your pre-existing beliefs. And you may not all be ready to entertain all of the information that I am presenting to you today, and that's okay. So for some of you, I will be speaking about things that are going to be really difficult to digest, really challenging to think about. And so for those of you that may struggle to hear what I'm trying to say, I want to assure you that that's okay. In those cases, I'm just planting little seeds, little seeds of awareness. And if you're not ready to nurture and attend to these little seeds of awareness, that's perfectly fine. They will rise up and they will grow at a later time when you are ready. I want to assure you that no matter where you find yourself, Just know that you are exactly where you are meant to be and that there is no shame in taking your time and in allowing your own processes, okay? So let's get into it. All right, we've already spoken quite a bit about external boundaries and quite a bit about the boundaries that we maintain with others and in our relationship dynamics, right? And so today we're building upon that context as we discuss how we understand ourselves, how we come to understand our sense of selves through our own internal boundaries, through the boundaries that we maintain and assert with ourselves. So one of the main differences distinguishing these intrinsic boundaries with ourselves from the external boundaries involving others is in our intrinsic boundaries, we are the only parties involved. We are the only ones involved and we are the only ones accountable for following through 
We are the only ones accountable for addressing our needs and we're the only ones accountable for meeting those needs and for making any decisions involved within this process, right? With intrinsic boundaries, we are solely responsible for making any desired changes in our lives. And when we have a strong sense of ourselves through strong and sustainable intrinsic boundaries, well, we know we're capable of not only meeting these needs, but we also know that we're capable of making any changes that we may need to. Because when you develop and you maintain healthy boundaries with yourself, you know that you have the power to take control of your life. You know that you have the ability to create any change you may need in your life. And when we have a strong sense of ourselves as understood through our use of strong and sustainable intrinsic boundaries, well, we are able to recognize and to address any imbalances that present in our lives, any imbalances that present in our relationships or in our use of time or personal resources. And through the use of these internal boundaries, we can actively steer our lives in a direction that serves us. And we know that we can bring that balance back as we are constantly reevaluating and readdressing our priorities, our resources, and our needs through the use of these intrinsic boundaries. All external change, all change, it begins from within. And it's really important to remember that you can only control and manage what is within your ability to control and to manage and to change. You can only manage and control your innermost workings, your emotions, your ability to process your emotions and your experiences. You can manage and control your attitudes, your awareness, and an awareness of what you bring to the table. You can control your inner resources, what you choose to prioritize, what you choose to put your energy and your efforts and your resources into. You can choose how you spend your time, where your attention goes. You can manage and control your thoughts, the quality of these thoughts and the beliefs that you hold true. You can control and you can manage what you value and how your time and energy reflects this. You can control and manage what you make time for, what you make space for, and what you choose not to. You can control and manage how you feel about your situations, your relationships, and you can control and manage how you feel about yourself. Any feelings of helplessness, any feelings of feeling stuck, well, those feelings, they indicate that something needs to change. Those feelings, they indicate to you that your priorities are off, that your internal resources are not being managed in a way that is sustainable for you, in a way that is healthy for you. And when you're able to not only identify your own inner resources, but you're able to manage them effectively, you understand that you alone, you have this power to make the changes that you need in your life. Do you have a good sense of who you are? Do you know what you believe? Do you know what you really hold true? Do you have a solid understanding of what you stand for, of what you believe in? Do you have a good sense of where you are in relation to others? Do you find yourself playing the chameleon role? Do you find yourself changing dependent on who's around you? Do you sometimes find that you have a tendency to merge with others, to take on the beliefs and the attitudes of those around you? Do you find yourself taking on the role of the caregiver, the role of the martyr? Or perhaps you have some tendencies toward codependency, right? Do you find that you are easily influenced by others or that you're overly affected by their opinions? Or perhaps 
you are just one of those people that likes to take a step back, that maybe it's more comfortable for you to just sit back and to let others take the lead and then you like to follow, right? Do you ever feel like you're playing a sidekick role in the story of your life? Like sometimes you're in the passenger seat instead of in the driver's seat in the story of your life. Maybe you feel like you're on the outside looking in. Or maybe you feel like you're on autopilot and you're just going through the motions, just trying to get through the day, right? Do you ever feel like a lone wolf? Maybe you pride yourself on your ability to be independent, to be self-reliant. Do you ever feel like if you don't take on the challenge or the task or the brunt of the load yourself, like it just won't get done otherwise? Or maybe you find yourself falling somewhere in between. There are no wrong or right answers here. This is all just an exercise and awareness through these theoretical scenarios, okay? Do you know what you believe? Do you know what you really hold true? And it's okay if you don't know the answers to these questions. Many of us don't know until we ask these kinds of questions. And so if any of these scenarios or any of these questions, if they seem really broad, if they seem really hard to answer, that's okay. That's understandable. All right? Can you hold tight internally to what you believe, to what you truly believe and value, even when that very belief is challenged by someone else? Or what about if the belief that you hold is downright disrespected, is downright disputed? Do you get upset when others can't bring themselves to view things as you do from your lens? Do you know what you believe and can you hold on to your own opinions, your own viewpoint when others are challenging these beliefs, when others are passionately challenging these beliefs? Even if it's only in your head that you're able to do so, can you still maintain firm in your internal beliefs even when others may be trying to get you to toss them to the side, even when others may be really pushing you to try to see things as they see them, even if others are really pushing you to agree with their own understanding of things? Do you know how to hold true to yourself and what you know to be true even when the only way that you could do that is silently? Or does that element of peer pressure kick in? Do you find that your beliefs and your values, that they vary depending on the elements of social influence? Do you ever find yourself in situations in which you're easily influenced by others? There are no right or wrong answers here, again, okay? Just a little exercise in self-awareness and in our ideas about our own mental intrinsic boundaries. But when we ask ourselves these hard questions, Sometimes it helps us to really shed a light of understanding about how our mental intrinsic boundaries, how they may be contributing to some of the beliefs that we hold about our sense of self. And we can come to understand a lot about our sense of self, about our sense of self-worth and our place in this world by looking at how some of these sometimes subconscious intrinsic mental boundaries, how they play a really big role presenting in our self-talk and in our in our dialogues, playing out in our social interactions with others. And we see them presenting in the very roles that we assume and coloring, contributing to the, our very own stories and narratives that we tell ourselves about ourselves. When you think about your sense of self, how does your sense of self change when your circumstances change? How does your sense of self change depending on different situations, different circumstances? different people involved? How does your sense of self change when you're in social situations opposed to when you're just chilling by yourself? 
how does your sense of self change when you're challenged, when you find yourself in disagreement with others? How does your sense of self change when you're with your people, the people that you feel really safe and supported by, opposed to say when you encounter a group that you're completely new to, or in those situations where you find yourself in a group of people that is already well-established and in which you're the new person, right? How does your sense of self change depending on the circumstances and situations that you find yourself in? When you think about your sense of self in terms of how you set boundaries, do you find that you're more fluid and flexible? Or do you find that you have a tendency to be more rigid and more unwavering? How do your tendencies towards your own personal boundaries change when they're met with friction, with disagreement, or with discomfort? When you're challenged by others, do you tend to hold your own ground or do you have a tendency to fold and to compromise? Does the idea of having a disagreement or a conflict make you feel really uncomfortable? Do you find yourself doing everything in your power to sometimes avoid that conflict if possible, even if that means playing small, biting your tongue, and keeping your true thoughts to yourself? Do you find that when you do compromise, that it is habitually only you being flexible? Or are there scenarios in which both parties are willing to compromise evenly? So there are no right or wrong answers here. There are no good or bad responses. There is no reward here for being consistent. This is purely just an exercise in awareness. And perhaps you may find yourself being more fluid in maintaining some boundaries, right? And then more stubborn while maintaining others. And all of this is okay. Once we become aware of our natural inclinations, of our natural tendencies, well, then we can begin to hold space for some of the parts of ourselves. And in that gentle space, lies the gentle acceptance of ourselves. And as we begin to accept all of ourselves, all of the aspects of our experience, regardless of whether we deem them to be sought after and desirable, or even if we see them as negative, shameful, something that needs to be reframed through a more positive light. As we begin to accept all of ourselves and all of our experiences as both valid and true, well, then we can act to reclaim our sense of self. What if I told you that you can actively define and redefine, reaffirm, reestablish your own sense of self just in your everyday decisions that you make, through your everyday choices and decisions? What if I told you that you can reclaim your sense of self, that you can define and redefine your sense of self by trusting enough in yourself to simply be who you are? What if I told you that you can actively define, reaffirm, and reinforce your own sense of self through your use of your own internal and intrinsic boundaries? And all you really have to do is to make a conscious decision to trust in yourself, to trust in yourself to be yourself, and to know what's best for yourself. Trust in your ability to know what's right for you and to act from that place of inner knowing. Trust yourself to identify and to meet your own needs. Your needs are valid. And you not only have a right, but you have an obligation to care for yourself by asserting and meeting your own intrinsic needs. And you do this through this work in internal boundaries. So today, I want to really encourage you to give yourself permission. Give yourself full permission to be all of you in all of your ways. You are valid all on your own. 
your needs are valid, your values are valid, and there is nothing more loving and nothing less selfish than putting yourself first. And yes, you heard that correctly. There is nothing more loving and less selfish than putting yourself first. So I wanna really encourage you to give yourself permission to prioritize and to value yourself. First and foremost, trust in yourself to be yourself and to honor your own needs. Trust in yourself and trust in your ability to create real and active change in your life. You alone have the capacity to create true change in your life, in your circumstances, in your relationships with yourself and with others, all by giving yourself permission to prioritize yourself by working to really address and to meet your own needs. We can redefine our sense of self through this work in assessing our own needs for and implementing our own intrinsic boundaries. We can redefine our sense of self as we work to prioritize ourselves and to value our own needs through the ways in which we show up for ourselves, through the understanding and the use of the boundaries that we maintain with ourselves. We can create real change that begins inward and ripples outward. Perhaps in your own time, you begin to reflect upon your journey and how it's led you this far, how it's led you right here. And as you begin to reflect upon your journey thus far, where you've been, where you find yourself now, and where you wanna go from here, perhaps you begin to reflect upon some of the changes that you would like to make in your life, some of the areas of your life that could benefit from a little awareness, maybe even a little reevaluation of your own personal boundaries. So I ask you to consider making a commitment to yourself. Make a commitment to honor and to foster your own sense of self as you begin to listen more deeply to your body, to trust in your own intuition and feelings, and to trust yourself enough to allow your wise body to lead you. Give yourself permission to be exactly as you are now and to trust in yourself that you know yourself better than anyone else and you alone have the power, have the capacity to define and redefine your sense of self. You have the capacity and the power to create the changes that you want and desire in your lives and you have the capacity and power to create the changes that you want in your relationship with yourself. So as you begin to understand your own needs, as you begin to consider implementing new boundaries in your life and with yourself, or even if you find yourself in a position in which you need to reevaluate the boundaries that you already have in place, right? There are some special considerations that I wanna share with you, all right? So first off, this work in boundaries, this work in understanding our intrinsic boundaries, it's really hard work. This is essentially the act of drawing our subconscious workings, our innermost subconscious motivations and needs up to the surface of our conscious minds. And this is really hard work, but it's worthwhile work. It's worthy work because you are worth it. You are worth this hard work and this gentle understanding, okay? I wanna encourage you to really put yourself first prioritize your own needs first and foremost. 
And this might be really challenging for some of us, and that's okay. But by pouring into ourselves first, by filling our own cups first, we lead the way for others to do the same. By pouring into our own cups first, we show people that we understand our own value and that we prioritize our own sense of self-worth. And we show people how to treat us. By pouring into our own selves first, by meeting our own most innate needs first, we are setting the very baseline, the very foundation for others to follow our lead and our example. By pouring into our own selves first, by acting to meet our own needs first, we show others through our examples that they can do the same, that they can and that they should prioritize themselves first and foremost. By prioritizing ourselves first, by putting our own needs first, we are showing people that we deserve respect and we are showing them how to respect us, how to treat us. So as counterintuitive as it may seem to love others by loving yourself first, let me assure you, it isn't. And when you act to really fill up your own cup first and foremost, will you naturally have the capacity to give effortlessly of your overflow, okay? As your internal boundaries become more effective and more strong, so do your external boundaries. So do your external boundaries and your relationships with others, okay? Another thing that I think is really important for you in this work is connect to your reason why. So this is super important on a personal level. Connect to your reason why identifying this reason why, well, it's the very link between identifying the need, the motivation, and in honoring yourself through your own personal values. So as you begin to connect to your reason why, you're really conscientiously tapping into the very motivation that is propelling you forward in this work. You are both recognizing your own personal values, what's truly important to you, and you're honoring yourself by honoring them in the process. Another factor that's really important to consider in this work, know what you stand for, know your hard stops, know what you're willing to tolerate and what you aren't. It's so important to know where your most rigid boundaries lie, where your no-go zones lie. And when you feel ready and in your own time, maybe you begin to ask yourself these hard questions, right? And instead of focusing on what your answer is or what you think your answer should be, I encourage you to try to allow yourself just to explore what comes up naturally for you and how you feel about it, right? Do you feel like you have a good sense of who you are? Do you feel like you have a solid understanding of what you stand for, of what you believe in? Do you feel like you are strongly rooted in your own personal value system? Do you feel like you have a strong sense of yourself? Do you trust in yourself? And do you trust in your ability to create the changes that you want or need in your life, that you want or need in your relationships? Are you aware of your innermost resources and how you're utilizing them? Are you aware of what is within your ability to control, to direct, and to change, and what is not? And are you operating within those parameters? So I know that these are hard questions, but my work in therapy, my work in boundaries, it's led me to believe and to understand that hard questions just like this, when these hard questions, 
when they're met with brutal honesty accompanied with a gentle awareness that that is where the growth lies that is where the magic lies that is where the clarity lies right at the root of all of these questions lies our capacity to really understand ourselves to really know better and then we have the capacity to do better right I also want to mention your boundaries, they exist without explanation. Your boundaries are valid and they exist even when you don't voice them. You don't ever need to provide an explanation in order for your boundaries to be true and valid. However, anytime that you do vocalize or anytime that you do assert a need vocally, you are reinforcing a firm boundary. Anytime you make a choice, there is an internal boundary underlying it. Anytime you recognize any need or any priority that you have, regardless of whether you vocalize it or not, regardless of whether it's unspoken or spoken, there is a boundary underlying that. And anytime you change your mind, anytime you change your mind, a new boundary is drawn. All right? So we are constantly setting boundaries with ourselves and with others, whether we're consciously aware of it or not. Every time we make a decision, we're setting a boundary. Literally, anytime we're agreeing to anything, we're setting a boundary. Anytime we say yes to something, anytime we say no to something, we are setting a boundary. Our boundaries, or sometimes our needs for these boundaries, they're reflected all around us. Our boundaries and all external change, all change, it begins from within. And through the use of our own internal boundaries, we can create the changes that we want in our lives. And those changes, they begin from within. They begin with small acts of awareness that are met with understanding and that are followed then with intentional action. And so the more improvement that you notice in your use of effective internal boundaries with yourself, the more improvement you'll notice in your external boundaries with others. All right? So I want to remind you that it's really important to remember that you can only manage and control what is within your ability to manage and control, okay? You can only manage and control and direct your own inner workings, your emotions, your ability to process your experiences. You can manage and control your attitudes, your awareness, and your beliefs. You can control your own inner resources, what you choose to prioritize, and what you choose to put your time, energy, and resources into. You get to choose how you spend your time and where your attention goes. Remember that you can only manage and you can only control what is within your ability to change, what is within your ability to control. And it's really important to understand and to know what is within that scope of control and what isn't and to operate within those parameters. So when you operate within an awareness of what is within your control and what isn't, well, you don't feel like a victim of your circumstances. You don't feel stuck. You don't feel powerless. You don't feel like things are always happening to you because you understand what is within your ability to change, what is within your ability to control, what is yours to carry, and you can then operate from that place, right? So it's up to you to recognize your own needs and to meet them, and you have every right to do so. It's up to you to use your own discernment in how you meet your own needs. So sometimes that may be a discussion. Sometimes that may be a need for a reevaluation of your current internal boundaries. Sometimes that may be a need for a more firm or verbally spoken intrinsic boundary, right? 
Sometimes that need may be space, room to clear your head and collect your thoughts. And sometimes that discernment may include a need to detach from the situation for a bit. So it's really up to you to use your discernment to determine what you are responsible for and what you aren't. It's up to you to use your discernment and to prioritize your own inner needs. Prioritize how and where you spend your time and energy. You get to prioritize where your focus is, okay? And it's up to you to use your own discernment to be clear about what you say yes to, what you willingly accept and what you take on, and where you draw that line, where you say no, okay? Um, I wanna encourage you to seek out support if you need it, okay? If you have a supportive friend that is willing to hold space for you, that can encourage and support you as you're processing some of this new work and boundaries, um, and if they're in a space where they can hold space for you, well, I encourage you to seek out the support that you need and to seek it out as you need it. And if you feel open or comfortable, a mental health professional, a therapist can be super helpful in guiding you through this kind of work and boundaries, okay? I say this one a lot and I'm gonna keep on saying it. Listen to your body, feel your emotions, allow that innate knowing, allow that deep wisdom of your body to guide you through this work. Give yourself permission to listen to yourself, to listen to your own inner compass and to allow that to guide you through this process and through this work. Oftentimes our uncomfortable emotions, our most primal and most volatile emotions, well they arise when a boundary has been challenged and sometimes they arise to indicate our need for a new boundary. So when those internal alarms sound off, pay attention because that is your wise body's way of telling you something is off, something does not sit well with your spirit and that something, it needs your attention. So it's really important to understand that this kind of work, this kind of change, it often brings up those feelings of resistance, okay? It often brings up those feelings of discomfort, those growing pains I like to talk about. Real change often results in some level of discomfort. And that discomfort, it tends to be a natural part of this process. So if you find yourself experiencing some unpleasant emotions, some discomfort, some feelings of fear or apprehension, I wanna assure you, that that's totally normal. Those uncomfortable feelings, those growing pains, they're to be expected, and they aren't an indication that you've done anything wrong. Those uncomfortable feelings are indicating that a change is afoot, okay? So try not to be discouraged if any of those uncomfortable feelings present through this work, okay? It's normal for things to fall apart before they come together, all right? So as we begin to reflect upon some of our pre-existing beliefs, our patterns and tendencies around our own internally driven boundaries and around our own beliefs of personal responsibility pertaining to our own intrinsic boundaries, well, then we can come to better understand ourselves through a better understanding of our own values and our own needs. And we can come to understand what motivates us to meet those needs. We come to better understand ourselves and what motivates us to act in the ways in which we do. And when we explore, and in some cases, reframe some of these beliefs, some of these tendencies that we hold about our internal most boundaries, about our intrinsic boundaries. Well, then we have the awareness and the capacity to break any old cyclic patterns, any old patterns of self-neglect, self-abandonment, and we can step into our personal power. We can begin to rewrite some of these narratives and some of these shame-based stories as we see that they no longer apply, as we see that they are no longer serving us. 
So I wanna really encourage you to, perhaps in your own time, begin to reflect upon your journey thus far, how it's led you right here. And as you begin to reflect upon your journey, your journey and awareness of your own intrinsic boundaries, reflecting upon where you've been, where you are now, and where you'd like to go from here. Perhaps you begin to reflect upon some of the changes that you would like to make in your life. Perhaps in your own time, you find yourself ready to really explore and dive in to some of these hard questions, to some of these areas of your life that could really benefit from a little awareness, maybe even a little reevaluation of your own personal boundaries. And I want to encourage you to really be gentle with yourself and with what comes up for you, with what arises, okay? Because this is really hard work. This is really hard work, especially at first. I mean, this is literally the act of drawing your subconscious mechanisms to the surface, okay? So I know that I gave you a lot to consider today, so I want to encourage you to really allow yourself some grace. Give yourself some time to process and to really digest some of this new information. I encourage you to take time to reflect, to process, and to consider some of this material in your own time and at your own pace. I really hope that today's episode, that I challenged you to reflect upon some of your own beliefs, tendencies, habits, and behaviors regarding the beliefs that you hold about the boundaries that you maintain with yourself. And perhaps you begin to consider how those beliefs or tendencies, how they reflect back to you in your own self-talk, how they reflect back in your own internal dialogues, your sense of self, and perhaps even in your relationships with others. So I really hope that this discussion, that it encourages you to maybe reevaluate and to re-examine some of the beliefs that you hold about boundaries, some of the beliefs that you hold about intrinsic boundaries that you uphold and maintain with yourself. And this work may include some reflection and perhaps even a bit of unlearning and relearning. This kind of work in self-awareness, this kind of work in really looking at some of those shadowy aspects of our own human experience, Well, it most definitely takes some courage. It most definitely takes some conscious effort and sometimes some reframing and relearning on our parts. And that's okay. That's to be expected. This work in boundaries, this radical kind of self-advocacy, it's like a muscle. And the more that you use it, the stronger and easier it gets to use. So as you continue to reflect upon the boundaries that you see as examples in your life and with yourself, Perhaps you begin to question whether or not some of these behaviors, some of these beliefs about boundaries that once held you, that once kept you safe and comfortable in what you knew at the time. If you're beginning to see that these behaviors and these beliefs are no longer serving you, and you're perhaps ready to release yourself from their holds, well then it may be time to make that transition from thinking about, from reflecting upon your own personal boundaries to putting this work into practice by continuing to deep dive into your own personal journey and self-awareness through shadow work. So I encourage you to take this information as you need it, to take it at your own pace and as you need it. And perhaps if you find yourself you know, really ready to dive in deep into this work in your own time and at your own pace, Well then, I invite you to check out my Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash illuminating the shadow, all one word. 
which is now live, and to consider supporting me as a patron on there. So on there, I'll have bonus episodes, exclusive content exercises, available only for my subscribing patrons, geared specifically towards supporting you in your own sacred journey inward with the tools and resources that you can utilize at your own pace and in your own time. So if that's something that interests you, I encourage you to keep a lookout for that and the link will be included in my show notes. I am so very grateful to have this time here today to share with you a bit and I really hope that this episode of Illuminating the Shadow podcast that it resonates with you. I really hope that there is at least one thing that you could take away from this episode and perhaps ponder in your own time. I am so very grateful that our paths crossed when they did because this work this hard work in boundaries and this life, it's hard. It's really hard work. And now that we found ourselves here, well, we don't have to do this hard work alone. So I really hope that this episode, that it served you in some way. And if it did, well, I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future content from Illuminating the Shadow. And I invite you to keep a lookout for the meditation episode that corresponds with this episode and that comes out next Wednesday. Until next time, this is Illuminating the Shadow with your host and guide, Britt Hampton. And I'm here to tell you that there is power in your voice and there is medicine in your story.